racing. Tornado Tears began well wide out. He's going to scoot across and be second early as Ben Ali went through to lead. Quick Jagger went underneath them. Tornado Tears third got a clear under there. Followed by a moment to Jive and Rippin' Sam not far away. Followed by Dinah Chances, Zipping Nitro and Last Royal Intention. One to go, Ben Ali turns out of the straight in front. Railing Quick Jagger. Tornado Tears two lengths away, looming large now. Four back to moment to Jive and they've raced away to Rippin' Sam. Off the back, Ben Ali, Quick Jagger. Tornado Tears went for a run, got disappointed. It comes to the outer now. Quick Jagger Ben Ali. Tornado Tears. Rip and Sam running on late now. They turn Rip and Sam into trouble. Tornado Tears. Quick Jagger. Tornado Tears. Grab the lead. Tornado Tears. Beats Rip and Sam. Quick Jagger. And moment to jive in a wonderful Sandown Cup final. Followed by Ben Ali. Zipping Nitro. Well back. A few little memories there as we get set for the Sandown Cup box draw in just a moment. But before we get there, we better introduce some. But there is literally 463 people in the RSN studio at the moment. Moment. The one with the largest gone is Tab's own Nick Quinn. How are you, Quinny? And the one with the biggest bank balance is you, Jay Bond, after you declared the Bostonian a morale last week in the Doombin 10,000. It pains me to say yeah. it was on Osborne Bulls, but you were absolutely spot on. So very well done. A $61 shot, and I thought, what's the one way I can fool you just talking about that for 45 minutes? And I thought just to bring in half of the racing industry into yeah, the studio okay. today. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, was you cashed up? Uh, no, look, I didn't put enough on. No I, one's I, ever had enough I, on a no winning one's bet, ever. ever. Had, no, particularly in one at that price. But it was one of those ones where you wanted to, I wanted to take total credit, but then it seemed like there were a few people out wide. I reckon Andrew Hawkins also tipped the Bostonian on Twitter. Why get in my way? Give me an opportunity just to shine just for a moment, I would have thought. Look, and I must say, and look, it is very painful for me to praise you. It's like pulling out teeth, but I'm going to do it anyway. You did mention multiple times throughout last Saturday that Bostonian was the one. You tweeted it, and uh, no, you deserve the pat on the back. And it was great to see how many people did tweet to you after the race, before you put out the self-praise, which I'm not a big fan of, but I'll let you get away with it because the winner was $61. A lot of people did pat you on the back saying, well done. So credit where credit's due. You nailed it. Well done. Uh, there's an episode of Seinfeld where, George, you know, the, the, the bless you, God bless you after the sneeze. I gave you an opportunity. So there was a gap of time there for you to jump in and praise me, and you didn't take the opportunity, so I had to do it myself. We must move on. The Sandown box draw is coming up. We'll go one by one and introduce the uh, the panel of thousands here. Sandown Racing and Media Manager Mick Floyd is in the studio. Good morning to you, Mick. Good morning, Jase. Uh, well done last week too. That's a that's a fantastic. That'll show. do. <laughs> <Enough>. Move on. <laughs> a bit of move on. Uh, we've got uh, Trent Langscale also from the tab in here. We've got tab representatives left, right, and centre. Good morning to you, Trent. Good morning to you, Jay Bond. Just need to make sure that Quinny got here on time. Always important. Yeah, and he did, which is great to see. He's got the shorts on. He has got the short pants on, as per usual. Sunny. And Greyhound Racing Victoria Stewart conducting the draw, Mr. Paul Searle. How are you, Paul? Good, thank you very much. Really looking forward to this. And we've got Jason Adams in the studio as well, but the moment he's just playing, he's a vlogger. He's doing some vlogging over there at the moment. He's just taking some pictures of us in the studio, so hopefully we're all looking pretty enough. Certainly Nick Quinn must have got the memo because he has uh, brushed up an absolute treat. We'll Cut talk about... We'll talk about the uh, the qualifiers. We'll also talk a little bit about, a little later on, the Sapphire Crown and the Harrison Dawson. But the Sandown Cup itself, we'll start with you, Mick. It got underway in the right fashion, didn't it? Tornado tears. It was almost like trying to launch the 2019 Cup. Unbelievable performance and... 
Well, he's a champion. Well, there's no other way to describe him. He was uh, absolutely sensational, of course. It was his first start in only four weeks. He had that little issue up in uh, uh, up in Sydney in the Group 1 series up there, but uh, showed absolutely no ill effects at all. He was absolutely fantastic. Again, 41-37. It's the fourth time he's uh, he's, oh, he's got four of the f- ten fastest times at Sandown Park now over the 700. He's seven from seven over the trip and distance. So, um, look, he is an absolute superstar and uh, a very fitting way to kick off the heats. Uh, Nine-link winner there is, uh, I think, regardless of where the box draw comes out, he's going to be a short favourite. But uh, a couple of other really nice runs out of the heats as well. Ella Enchanted doing her first start over the 700 in about five months. Um, she was enormous. She spotted Poco Dorado about eight lengths with a lap to go and one by six, which is a tremendous effort. Poco Dorado's won 15 times over the distance up in Sydney, which shows her quality. But uh, she was absolutely enormous. And the other two heat winners, uh, Bago Bye-Bye, who has an enormous amount of talent but uh, has a few little quirks. He's uh, He was very good and he'll be better for that run on the track as well. He went 41.84. And the other heat winner, Rajasthan, who's uh, he's a very underrated dog. He also broke 42 seconds in winning the other heat. So really, really nice edition of the RSN Sandown Cup. It's going to be an absolute cracker. So, I mean, we'll get the box draw underway soon, but what I asked George Ferrugia this, and it's a difficult question to answer because everyone's going to organise themselves and the, and the draw will be what it's going to be, but where does Tornado Tears have to draw wider than to stop him from being an absolute stone-cold certainty? Um, it's... it's Probably more about where he draws. He um, he's got this trader. He's developed this trade over his last few starts, where he's absolutely mad for the rail. At some yeah. point, he's going to crash hard across. Um, he did a little bit on uh, on Thursday night, but managed to get that clear enough run through and find the rail where he wanted to be. But um, we've seen a couple of times he has been beaten at this level. Has been when he's been caught up early, just running into other dogs uh, as he is trying to get to the fence. So if he does draw close to the fence, uh, I think we'll we'll probably wind him in a few points. But uh, if he draws out box seven or eight, and especially if they're enchanted and the like are drawn inside, Bago Bye Bye, for example. Uh, if they draw close to the fence, that may change things just a little bit. Early prediction, Trent. What are we likely to get about Tornado Tears pre-barrier, pre-box draw, I should say? Well, a dollar seventy was the price in the all-in market mm. before the heats on Thursday night. And as sort of Mick has touched on, just those worries from the Fanabal Stayers Cup and also the Galaxy at Cannington, where was beaten as a short price favourite in both those finals and did have the hiccup in the Association Cup during the Golden Easter Egg Series at Wentworth Park. Probably around about dollar forty, something like that. But yeah, definitely going to be the favourite, just depending on the price. And perhaps if drawn out a bit wider, that could be a little bit concerning for those odds-on punters. No little spoil for the RSN family. We'll just see what the box draw comes up. With. <laughs> <laughs> we might just touch on. We'll get the box draw underway in about two minutes, I reckon. But we might just touch on the other two uh, features that are going to be on Friday night at Sandown, the Sapphire Crown, and also the Harrison Dawson. The Harrison Dawson. First to you, Mick. What a cracking race it was between Orson Allen and Flynn. Orson Allen got the job done and was heavily backed, but Flynn's performance was sensational. You're right. It was uh, it was dubbed one of the races of the year on by a few people on Twitter afterwards, and uh, it's hard to argue. The two dogs out in front there, the two series favourites. Uh, Orson Allen and uh, and Flynn, they actually found each other at Box Rise, which was funny enough. But uh, Orson Allen rode the bump, went 501 to the first mark, which is absolutely low flying. Um, and down the back, I thought he was uh, home and hose, but Flynn took an enormous amount of ground off. They've gone 29-14, which is uh, by far the fastest of the night, and uh, you know any other time that'll win you a group race uh, every night of the week. But uh, um, Flynn did an enormous job to get within a neck at the end, and uh, look, he's really developing into a really nice type Flynn. Talking about the importance of box draws, uh, Trent Langscale. 
Orson Allen's the favourite at the moment around flip of the coin, but the only other one in single figures outside the two big guns that we've just mentioned is Southern Ripple, who won at about 9 or $10 in the final qualifier for the Harrison Dawson, but box one means it's been given a pretty good chance. That is right, and as Mick has talked about there, Orson Allen and Flynn, it was a terrific heat of the Harrison Dawson on Thursday night, and they are the top two in the market for the final on Friday night. Orson Allen out of box for the $2 favourite, Flynn out of box seven, $3.50, Southern Ripple from box one, and Slingshot Hammer from Box 5 are both $7. Go Seek Fernando, Box 2, 12. Diner Unther and Blackjack Neo from Boxes 6 and 8, respectively. They're 21. Spearhead from the 3, also 21. And the reserves, Crackerjack Skip, the first reserve, 26. Pants on fire, the second reserve, 41. But Orson Allen, an even money favourite for the final of the Harrison Dawson. And very quickly, before we get to the box draw, Sapphire Crown... Now, I'm uninitiated and uneducated in most matters in life, uh, Mick, but I would have thought Neo Cleo, $2.10 looks all right to me. I know Zipping Bailey was a Golden Easter Egg winner and, again, very, very good on Thursday night, but draw wider Neo Cleo can get across to the front. Is $2.10 OK? Uh, look, if she jumps away, she did on Thursday night. That looks like a real nice price. Uh, box six is never ideal, but, um, you know, when you've got that sort of early speed, and I don't think she'll get a lot of pressure either from each side of her. Uh, go seek Heidi and Zipping Bailey certainly will be uh, uh, behind her at that uh, box rise there. Crimson Vixen was one might uh, sneak under the mm. guard a little bit there. She was really, really good. Uh, there was just a little question about her strength over the 500, but uh, the way she found the line on Thursday night was really pleasing. She only went 29.68, but um, look, that early speed again, she could find herself in a really nice spot through the first turn and be hard to beat. All right, without further ado, let's get this thing underway. We'll hand it over to you, uh, Mr. Paul Searle, to do the box draw for the Sandown Cup, the richest staying race in the world. Let's go for it. So for those who aren't aware how this works, the uh, the Greyhounds of Qualifiers were uh, randomly sorted. Uh, there's two uh, sets of balls in uh, in the banjo, as we call them, and uh, they'll be assigned a number as we go through. So Paul's just working his way through that list now. Uh, you're sort of on right angles with it, Mick. Can you can you actually can you actually see from where you're sitting there in the studio? <laughs> I'm exactly at uh, at right angles, so uh, <laughs> I've got um, yeah a good view of the eight coloured balls. But uh, no, it only take a moment to get that done. So uh, we'll let Paul do his thing. If you are coming along on Friday night, of course, uh, it's free entry, so uh, get along and um, look. Tornado Tears, there's not many dogs in greyhound racing where people not just want to go to the track, but they'll go out and watch the dogs parading. And yeah. It was really interesting Thursday night. It was, it was bitterly cold trackside, if I'm being honest. But uh, um, the number of people that came out and had their phones out just to get a photo of Tornado Tears was uh, was really something to see. Um, in my time in sport, it's probably only my Arda and, uh, and um, Fernando Bale that have been at that same sort of level. So, um, look, he is genuinely a fantastic dog. And just ran some numbers on him last night. And he, you know, his average starting price, since, since he's gone up to the 700, he's not, has had 19 starts. 15 of them have been winners. You know, Unbelievable. It's just a, a phenomenal record and uh, nine group finals in that time. And He's been odds on every every one of those starts. Of 17 of those starts, he's been even money the other two. So um, he's certainly well supported with the punters. And we now have a box draw. So uh, I'll do the honours, I guess. Uh, so, in Blade on us, Mick. In box draw order, from the one is Peppertide. Two, Bago Bye Bye. Three, Ella Enchanted. Four is two times twice. Five, Blue Moon Rising. Six, Tornado Tears. Seven, Zerajistan. And eight, Poco Dorado. The two reserves, Dino Chancer and Kanzan. This is good. I, I could be wrong here. And once again, un, uneducated and uninitiated. But I reckon Box Six has been... Has this been a problem in the past for Tornado Tears? Yeah, the danger is you, you, you could get caught up. And that's a real possibility here. Uh, um, yeah, it's a... 
tricky little draw. He's going to, have, as I said, he's going to have to try and find the rail. The uh, Bago Bye Bye, I think, is a big winner out of the box draw there, coming with box two. Ella Enchanted in three as well. Ella Enchanted, we spoke to Jamie Ennis on, uh, on Wednesday during the OB at Sandown Park, and um, he was saying he's quite bullish about her chances of running out that trip, actually. And um, the way she found the line on Thursday was really, really good. If she can take a nice hit early, I'm just a little cautious about her if she found the start, uh, if she found the front at the start, she can, um, as a lot of these dogs are, as they as they get in the miles and the legs, if they land in front too early, they can burn up their uh, their tickets early. Uh, but if she can take that sit, she shows she can really power it to the line. So, um, no, it's a really interesting draw. Early look at the map. Does uh, does Bago Bye Bye potentially lead the field here? Yeah, he could do. Yeah, yeah. He's um, he's a little enigmatic. He can uh, he can be a little bit hard to follow at times. But uh, look, he has shown good speed in the past, and uh, I know Connections were pretty keen to draw close to the rail, and he's certainly done that. Pepper tied in one. I don't think will worry him too much. Uh, yeah, I think he's a big winner out of the draw. Now I know you'll be hard at work here, Trent. So I might I might hand it over to you, Quinny, because it, it, I know he'll be wanting to get those prices out as soon as possible. But I know he'll be a bit tender at the moment. So if you want to ask Trent. When we'll get the prices post box draw for the Sandown Cup? That'd be lovely. Look, I know Trent's furiously ringing the bookmakers as we speak, <laughs> begging them to come up with something. And I think what probably would have delayed it more than most issues would have been the favourite drawing awkwardly, yep. which is what has happened. So I'm sure that'll be available ASAP. And when it does, the great Trent lurks. Lurk scale, I nearly called him. Lank scale can <laughs> lurk back into the studio and give us the marker, but he looks like he's ready to either sing us a song or give us an update. Well, I can give the prices for the Sapphire Crown, which is another yes, of the please. Group 1 finals at Sandown Park on Friday night. Neo Cleo out of the box six, as you've referred to. Jay Bond, the favourite, at $2.10. Zipping Bailey from box seven at $3.20. Crimson Vixen from box four, $4.40. Now, the first reserve, Damn Slippery, at seven. You have Mapunga Frankie from box one. Militant Spirit from Box 3 and Go Seek Heidi from Box 5. They're all at $12. Rixie Pest, the second reserve, 15 Poise, Box 2, 17 And Miss Innings from Box 8, $31. So just in summary again, for the Sapphire Crown final, Neo Cleo out of Box 6 is the $2.10 favourite. In the Harrison Dawson final, Orson Allen from Box 4 is the even money favourite there. And just as they're pricing the final of the Sandown Cup also, and Mick will be pretty happy as well, there will be a projected quality pool of $300,000 at Sandown Park on Friday night, and they'll encompass the three Group 1 finals, and there will be another quality race in amongst the quality, quality legs as well. There is there's a listed uh, Cup Night Stays as well, so uh, the good dogs that missed out. There were a couple that did miss unfortunately that uh, they'll get another chance to go around on Thursday night. So four black type races in the quality leagues and a very nice reason to jump, in forward as well, jump on board as well. Absolutely. It's going to be an, a terrific night and probably made better. I know we'll hopefully get Rob Britton on the line in a moment and he won't think it makes it better. But it has made it better, the fact that Tornado Tears has drawn box six here, and it makes it a more competitive race, and that's what we want, Quinny. We love to see the champions go around, the winxes and the like, but when you get to these big Group 1 races, you don't want to see a procession, and we're not going to have that now, I don't think. No, I think the champions now in both feature races are backable, so that obviously adds a lot more interest, and a lot of people that will be going along want to have a little bet on the race, and if you do want to take a quaddy or a trifecta, all of a sudden it's not obvious. So if we can find the winner, the value will take care of itself. Yeah, it's your favourite line. If we can find the winner... The value will take care of itself. Mick Floyd, we haven't got probably the prices up just yet. It won't be too far away, but I want a prediction from you about what we're going to get about, about Tornado Tears now. Uh, look, I still reckon you'll get around about $1.60, $1.70-ish. Is that backable? Um, um, look, he's the best dog in it. He's certainly the fastest dog in it. Um, again, the question will just be where he is at box rise. I know that was a little bit of a concern for Rob uh, going into the heats, but... Uh, Look, he won the Cup last year from Box 7 from memory, so uh, he's certainly capable of handling the draws. He's just going to have to get that clear run early.
And we have got our first guest here post the Sandown Cup box draw here on RSN 927 Race Day morning. And it is Rob Britton. And he would have heard you've uh, drawn box six with Tornado Tears and six with Neo Clear. So it's it's not quite the devil's number here, 666, but it's not exactly perfect, Rob. No, look, it's a, it's a little bit disappointing, but you take what you get. You can't change anything. But uh, as I said, um, um, and what I just heard Mick say, it's getting the clear run through the first turn and where you position in the run. So, as I said, you take what you get and uh, hope like hell. Robbie, uh, he had his first start in about a month on uh, on Thursday night. Uh, he had a good blow afterwards. How's he pulled up after that run? Uh, yeah, really happy with him, Mick. He's, uh, uh, the next day he was fine. So that's that was my only concern, that he might have been a bit flat. But, um, no, I'm really happy with him, so that's all good. So. And obviously no ill effects from the, uh, from the injury picked up in Sydney? No, not at all. No, that's fine. So that, that's behind him now. Um, so, as I said, uh, um, we'll need luck, but uh, um, but as I said, we just hope like hell we can get, get that luck. He drew box seven in the cup last year and uh, managed to get that run. He ran a similar sort of time in the heats last year as well. Uh, I assume you think he's tracking just as well as he was this time last year? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think, uh, you know, at his best and with a clear run, he still run the same time as last year. But, again, it's um, a race is a funny thing. You've got... Uh, the best dogs in Australia are in the race, and uh, as I said, we, doesn't matter who you are, you're going to need that luck going into the first turn. Once the lid's open, Rob, uh, who in the field are you going to be most, uh, other than Tornado Tears, of course, who are you uh, most looking out for? Oh, I think uh, Jamie Innes' dog certainly uh, uh, looks the goods. It's on the way up, and uh, any dog on the way up is the uh, the obvious challenger. There's also some very, very good other dogs in the race. Uh, but the dog from Queensland, Bago, Bye Bye, um, it's a high-speed dog as well. So, But look, right through the field, they've got a very good field for the final, and, and that's why I say it's not just the ability. I'm, I'm pleased I've got our bloke in the final, but you'll still need luck in running to be uh, to be in touch. Just looking at the uh, Sapphire Crown as well, Rob, you've got Neo Cleo, a fairly new addition to the kennel, but she's been absolutely super since she's arrived. Yeah, look, uh, uh, she's wonderful, wonderful acquisition, uh, and she uh, she's always been a very good dog, but... Uh, last couple, she's jumped really well, and I think that's the key to the race. If she jumps as well as she did on uh, Thursday night, um, she'll, she'll be the dog to beat, in my opinion. But um, getting him to jump two, two, two weeks in a row the same, that's a good big question, I guess. <laughs> do you do anything with him during the week to help him get out that little bit earlier? No, I think we, we basically gave her a freshen up. She hadn't had a run since the, uh, since the speed start, and uh, so she'd had a, a, a good 10-day uh, break, and I'm, I think the fact that we've got another eight-day break going into this race, she won't do a lot at all. So uh, she's strong enough to run the 500 on her ear, so I'm not worried about that. I'll just keep her fresh, and uh, hopefully she can ping the lids like last week. Before we let you go, Rob, uh, you've got Blackjack now in the Harrison Dawson as well. He's come up with the eight. Uh, do you give him much chance from out there? Yeah, you didn't give me very good boxes all way, did you? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, uh, no, that's not great. Um, I... I don't give him a great chance in the race. It's a super race. Um, in saying that, he's the type of dog that can run 600 as well. And if there's trouble in the run and he's close enough, he will be there somewhere. But uh, but it, it's a super race and it, it's going to be really tough for him. He's an absolute champion, as mentioned by Mick earlier. He's going to draw the crowds and they're going to want to come out there and see uh, Tornado Tears before the race and hopefully celebrate him winning the Sandown Cup on Friday night. Good luck, Rob. Yeah, thanks very much. I hope so. Uh, now, Trent Lanescale. 
Drum roll, please. What are the prices, the updated prices, post-box draw for the Sandown Cup on Friday night? In box draw order for the RSN 927 Sandown Cup final, Peppertide 51, Bago Bye Bye 440, Ella Enchanted 380, two times twice 31, Blue Moon Rising 15, Tornado Tears, Tab Fixed Odds favourite, $1.65, Rajasthan 51, Poco Dorado 15, the reserves, Diner Chancer 9, Hands and 26. So Mick was pretty much on the money there. Drawn box six, Tornado Tears, a dollar sixty-five favourite for the RSN 927 Sandown Cup. He absolutely nailed it, and that is your favourite, but the second favourite after a terrific performance on Thursday night is Ella Enchanted, and uh, one of its co-trainers is on the line. Jamie Innes, good morning to you, mate. Good morning, Javon. Um, huge performance, and from everything we've heard, you were absolutely certain, bullish, uh, strutting around, throwing the chest out, saying, we'll stay the trip, no worries about that. And her performance on Thursday night was terrific, mate. Yeah, that's right. Um, look, obviously, it was a very good field. Yeah, that was my only concern. I thought, obviously, there was four dogs in that race that could easily make the final and be, like I said, highly competitive. But... Um, she settled into a little bit awkward spot early. Um, Donna Chancer wanted to head to the fence and cut her off, and she probably lost two or three lengths at that stage. But uh, she quickly killed her momentum and um, yeah, picked them up and put them away pretty quick. Can't tell that Jamie's a dog trainer by the background <laughs> noises, Mick. No, he's, uh, he's got his hands full, obviously. He's got a pretty good team there, Jamie. So, uh, um, no, well, uh, I was looking at uh, Ella Enchanted there, Jamie. Uh, you were, uh, if there was a concern, it was just how she would go after that trip. You never really know until they've had that hit out. How'd she pull up after that run? Oh, to be honest, um, I gave her a stretch in the runs this morning and she worked probably as good or if not better than ever. So um, the, the, the trip didn't worry at all. Um, she's pulled up outstanding. Just obviously now, um, hopefully it's all things being equal, that um, she has, has a good week now and we turn up next Friday night. Coming with box three, it's not a bad result. Bago, bye-bye on your inside. Uh, where do you see her sitting in the run? Uh, look, obviously... Um, there's a bit more heat in the race this week. Um, I think Poco Dorado is really well drawn in eight. She wanted to step straight up the track. Um, so she might be sort of coming across going forward early. Bago Bye-Bye looks like crossing Peppertide early. So if she can sort of just get in behind them, um, and it all depends on also what Tornado Tears does. If he does come out, he's going to be looked to get to the fence. You know, will it tighten up those dogs drawn directly inside? Um, he probably will. If she can get through the first corner, um, only two or three lengths off the lead, behind Bago Bye-Bye and, and Poco Dorado. And if the other dog does, unfortunately, uh, find a bit of trouble trying to get to the fence, well, she's going to be hard to beat. Just looking at Harrison Dawson as well, Jamie. Southern Ripple was a really nice run on Thursday night. Uh, coming with the red, that's got to help his chances. Oh, it probably won't help the, the help of the dogs drawing two, three, two and three because he directly comes out from inside draws and heads straight up the track. So it's probably not an ideal draw for him. He likes to step up the track, but there's two very, very good dogs. Um, as you mentioned, Orson Allen and Finn, and they look like having a great match race. Jamie, just before we let you go, mate, I mean, we're not going to be playing too much in the run, but how far do you need to be in front of Tornado Tears in the Sandown Cup with Ella and Chan to give yourself a great chance of winning after the first section, mate? Um, I don't think... There will be much between him in the run to the line. He might just, just the fact that he's a seasoned stayer, you know, but if she's sort of three lengths in front of him or a couple of lengths in front of him, it just all depends on if he has to work around a dog um, or if he's getting clear passage on the inside. If he's getting a clear passage, well, obviously, he's basically unbeatable. But uh, if he has to work around one or two dogs, um, 
and she can get the fire on him, well, she's definitely a legitimate chance. You got a terrific team. She went magnificently, as we've mentioned on Thursday night, and we wish you the best of luck on Friday, mate. Looking forward to seeing you out on the track. Thanks a lot. Yeah. There's Jamie Ennis. Um, they're the two favourites. Bago Bye Bye is the other one that's in the market. You've had some time. I know you've been asking questions and you've had your mind occupied with other things, Mick, but we do need your tips for the Sandown Cup, the RSN 97 Sandown Cup on Friday night. Yeah, look, it's hard to go against Tornado Tears just because he is that good. Uh, it's interesting, Jamie, saying there that um, it'll depend a little bit on the run he gets in that if he's got to work around dogs or can get that rails run. He has shown in his last, uh, probably the last six months or so, or since he's come back from his, uh, his hock injury, that he's not one that will go around dogs. He does want to go up underneath. And um, as he also said, there's a bit more pace in this race. And that's uh, that's an important factor in these staying races that um, when you get into the heat, obviously the depth isn't as good and the field tends to string out. Eventually you get that run. And um, when you get to the final, the quality is a lot higher and the, they don't tend to spread as much as they do uh, in that heat. So um, it's going to be a little bit trickier for him to get that run. At $1.65, it's probably a little bit short for mine. Um Probably looking more to Bago Bye Bye and Ella Enchanted. Uh, just on, I just think they're going to get that clearer run, um, but it's hard to tip against Tornado Tears. Who's going to lead Rajasthan from the seven at fifty one dollars? Um, yeah, I, I don't know if he'll lead. I think he'll get a pretty clear run. Although Poco Dorado will probably cross him to the first turn. Poco Dorado does have pretty good speed out of the boxes, and I think Bago Bye Bye we might see him get out a little bit better now. He's drawn close to the fence. If there's a bolter outside the top three in the market, who will it be? Um, probably Peppertide is a is a season type stay now. He's nice and strong at fifty to one. He, he might be a, a place chance there if there is a bit of trouble. He's uh, he's on the fence and uh, and uh, positioning running is going to be important. If they can hold that spot on the rail, then uh, um, I think that's important. Uh, uh, you know, Jamie mentioned Southern Ripple before uh, how he wants to get off the track. I don't actually mind those dogs that want to get off because uh, um, if they're close to the fence, then um, the other dogs have to get around him. Obviously, yeah. so uh, for a dog like Peppertide in the Sandown Cup, if he can hold a spot and um, Box One make it him out a little bit closer than where it would normally be at 50 to 1 probably an each way chance there can you uh, tell I'm desperate for someone to tip a 50 to 1 pop so we can get you off the front <laughs> <laughs> well uh, just quickly before we let you go Mick just for the again for uh, for people who don't know a lot about greyhound racing there is a, quite a bit of speed obviously in 7 and 8 Poco Dorado that Jamie Ennis who's a very good judge along with being a very good trainer mentioned might be able to dash across them early does, does, that, actually, does that help Tornado Tears or does it hurt him um, that in itself probably won't hurt him too much. <clears throat> Bigger concern for mine is uh, the dogs on his inside. He's got to get across them. Yeah. Um, those dogs on the outer, um, Poco Dorado probably has a little bit more speed, and uh, if he crosses, I don't think that'll worry him too much. Um, the question about Poco Dorado is just how strong she is at the end. But uh, look, he's a season stayer and he'll be stronger. The question is uh, how he gets to the fence. He's going to want to get to the fence, and uh, um, it, look, if he does, he gets a clear run, he gets to the fence, he wins the race because he's the fastest dog in it, there's no question. But um, if he does find that trouble early, as we've seen in a couple of Group 1, uh, recently he can find that little bit of trouble as he's looking for the fence and that uh, that could be his undoing. Any, any little move in the first uh, 15 or 20 minutes here, Trent Langskell? Has somebody decided $1.65 was good enough? No, not at the moment, Jay Bond still. $1.65 for Tornado Tears <laughs> coming out of box six. Just the others in the market. Ella Enchanted out of box three, $3.80. Bago Bye Bye from box two, $4.40. They are the three stayers in single figures, but once again, it's going to be a fantastic night at Sandown Park on Friday evening. The RSN 927 Sandown Cup, one of three Group 1s, and once again, there'll be a hefty projected quaddy pool of $300,000. Have you got a winner for us, Trent? 
Orson Allen in the Harrison Dawson. There we go. I like the confidence there. Yeah. Bang. No, no hesitation at all. Just no, straight in. He, like yeah, knows what he's doing. Like we've rehearsed and, that. And, and, and doesn't <laughs> muck around at all. Really appreciate you coming in, Mick. Uh, Paul Searle as well. Thanks very much for conducting the barrier draw. Trent. You might hang around for us for a little bit. We're going to go for a skinny break here on race day mornings. That has been the Sandown Cup box draw for next Friday night. When we come back, we'll look at the market movers right around the country today.